All right, everybody, welcome to Teacher's Wine. And today we are going to spend a little time chatting about that age-old question of the work-life balance. So you've got me right now. I'm Jen, and we have, of course, Justine with you as well. Hi, Jen. It's good to see you. Good to see you again, too. Over Zoom, obviously, or actually Google Meet. Yeah, so this time we're not in person. We're doing it over Google Meet. So if it sounds a little, little different, that's, that's why, really. <laughs> and we're, of course, following all our COVID guidelines. I was just about to say the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Same mind. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I guess we should just dive into it then. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. Um, so, Jen, you're the type of person that I am assuming that you were super busy over this <laughs> break. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you do with your time off, if you actually take time off, even on weekends now that we're back into school, or uh, what do you do to kind of respect your time? So that is a tough question, and I'm going to answer it with two parts. So the first one is over winter break, I actually got sick, so my body forced me to sit around and become a couch potato, which is not like me by any means. Um, so that's kind of what happened there. However, with most breaks and most weekends, I often do spend a couple hours catching up on work. Now, keep in mind, I live on my own and I don't have any kids. Like that's kind of the catch with my point of view, right? So it's quite it's quite normal on my end to be like, oh, it's 11 a.m. I guess I could get some working done while my brain is fresh and then hang out with my friends or whatever the case may be in the evening. So at this point in time, I feel like, I don't know if that's a good thing, but it's a little hard to definitely, definitely put everything away and not look at it. Mm -hmm. Well, do you, do you put any boundaries up for yourself in that sense? Like I do know that you definitely put a lot more hours in uh, outside of uh, the school hours than I might. Um, but what are what are kind of your rules for yourself? How do you know when to stop? So truthfully is initially starting off with this career that was I never actually knew when to stop. So what I did now is I'm trying to learn to manage my time better is two things. So the first thing I'll do is actually on Sunday night, if I'm organized enough, it'll be Sunday. If not, it's Monday. I'll plan out some things that need to get done for the week. So including of what quizzes need to be marked. Um, right now, we are in report card season. So just which comments need to be entered, what grades need to be marked, which kids do I need to get assignments back from, um, just things like that and planning it. So even for us, for example, recording this uh, this session, that was marked off on my calendar. So I knew Whatever I need to get done, I can't procrastinate, you know, to an evening because you and I are chatting away. Um, so that's one is just organi organizing my time throughout the week. And then the second one, especially because in the second lockdown, I'm working from home is online time or sorry, not online timers, my smart speaker and that timer or even mm. just timers on my computer like we would do with the kids. Yeah. So if I say I'm going to do, you know, an hour of marking and I know that assignment has a lengthy question, so it could take more than an hour to mark. Once that timer is going off, 
I will have to like, I make a promise to myself to stop and either take a break or come back to it the next day or whatever the case may be. So those are kind of my two things to, to respect myself and give myself a little bit of time throughout this whole thing. And it seems to be working well so far. Well, that's good. Yeah, you're, I definitely know you as a very organized person. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's great. And then another thing about you um, that I really admire is that, well, I know you've been sick, but you're very good at prioritizing your health as well. Can you kind of explain some of the things that you do for that? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to food, and I feel like Justine has like this perception that the same way our kids do, and that's a fair perception. Um, if you were to ask my friends, like my friends that I do see before COVID on a weekend, if I eat healthy, they probably would disagree. And I know Justine and I, like we see each other at work mostly. So the reason I say that is the rule that I have is during the weekday, I eat, weekdays, I eat super healthy. So I purposely, when I'm grocery shopping on a Sunday, I, I will, I literally don't buy junk food because if it's there, I will eat it. Not that I don't have the willpower, but just because you want to snack when you're, you know, marking stuff. I don't have the willpower. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of my logic for that. So the first one is just making sure there's only healthy food in the house. It's definitely harder to do now that I'm at home. And then the second thing that I do is, I'll put all my meals in containers on Sunday night or Monday, depending on the week as well. So that way come in the morning, I just have to grab the containers and put them in my lunch bag. And that forces me with that meal prep that really forces me to eat healthy because, oh, there's an apple already in my lunch bag. I guess that's probably better than trying to go and get a bagel or something, right? So those are kind of my two, my two little tricks for that. Well, then I come and ruin that on Friday if I make you go out for lunch with me. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, though, is I still deserve to have a life, right? So definitely yeah. Fridays, I'm going to eat what I want. I guess, yeah, that's true. You've seen my uh, me eating a bunch of fast food on Fridays, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Jen, you kind of missed something uh, that I expected you to talk about, too, mm -hmm. uh, with your workouts. Oh, yeah, fair. I guess just because, yeah, I've been sick, I haven't been able to properly work out. So truthfully i'm a very um i guess on the go person so more so especially that we've been working online before i got sick before winter break um i was getting up at least a half an hour before work started to just do workouts at home and then of course do them again in the evening because you're sedentary all the time my body's not used to it maybe it's used to it now after being sick for a little while and then before then uh similar to kind of what i said with the food the gym bag's always packed um and as soon as work is over my release my stress release whatever was maybe nagging at me that day whether it's personal or professional it's going to come out on that treadmill or it's going to come out lifting those weights like it's my my stress reliever is the gym which <laughs> i know sometimes sounds silly for, for some people but it does do wonders for me because once i'm done i feel fantastic right so endorphins. yeah exactly exactly we gotta love the endorphins well you actually gave me a great segue into my next question but i'm not quite to let it well not quite uh ready for it yet so i'm just going to add one more thing just to talk you up a little bit more and add that <laughs> 
before COVID, Jen was one of the people organizing workouts at our school for some of the other teachers. So she was really pushing us to be healthier as well. Um, but you were talking about how the gym is your stress relief and where you can kind of pound out your issues. So what are some is that the only way that you, or sorry, the only strategy you have to kind of let things go or when that one thing that happens that day that is really, really nagging at you, what do you do? So yeah, we, we chatted about this a bit before. And so, yeah, I would say on a minor day with little things, I can let it out, let it out on the, in the gym floor, right. Or at home, whatever my workouts look like now, you know, in COVID, but Every now and then there's something that starts nagging you, whether it's kind of what we were chatting about earlier, that thing that wakes you up in the middle of the night, or the thing where even though you've done your normal things to de-stress you, it's not working, right? And those are sort of the worst things because we perceive them as such a as such a maybe heavy problem. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but it does weigh on you a little bit, which is why I chose that adjective. And so for that, when those things happen often, my go-to is to truthfully talk to you about it, which is normally why I love seeing you on Fridays. <laughs> and, um, you know, if it's, if it's not that situation, then the other one I'll do is talk to a couple of my other friends that are also working professionals, um, specifically one of my friends who is a nurse. And so for her, she deals with people all the time. She's dealing with patients all the time. So she definitely understands um what it's like to keep giving and giving and maybe have things happen that you can't talk about it in front of uh people that you work with or patients in my case students um and then if that's not working the other thing i i do for my mental health is i journal a lot just to kind of get it out so i've got like a it's either going to be on the ipad or uh, an actual book where here's the problem here's why it's upsetting me and here's why I'm still, I don't know what the word is, almost like give myself a pep talk. Like, here's why I'm still going to come through this issue. Or here's why, you know, maybe this other individual or the student saw this issue um, really meaningful and powerful to them on this angle. And I disagree, or I can't understand why that came to that conclusion. And that's okay, because here are my values and maybe their values and their experiences are different. Mm-hmm. So once I kind of work my way through my, I guess, my my wellness checklist in my brain for Jen, normally after that, I'm probably okay. Well, Jen, that sounds very emotionally intelligent of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever verbalized that so well as I did right now. I'm not going to lie. No, that, my was, notes, that was great. You guys can't see me, but on my notes, I have a scribble where I was starting to write down my ideas for that question that I stopped. <laughs> I'll just let it go. Yeah, just um, figure out what comes to me. Well, just just on a little side note, so because uh, you mentioned that we were kind of discussing this a little bit before, so I'll clear that up just because I was laughing that um, I used to be a server and we used to have things that we would call server mares where you would just wake up in the middle of the night being like, I forgot to ring this in. And so I was just explaining to Jen that they've now become teacher mares where, yeah, exactly. You can bolt up right in the middle of the night being like, oh, I didn't mark this on time. And your brain's just playing so many tricks on you. <laughs> you got it. We're playing catch up even though, even though the school day's over. 
Yeah, exactly. Or you actually it, did do that thing that you think you didn't. <laughs> well, I was going to say it also happens. Like, I don't know about you, but for me, even during summer break, where mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I needed to do this thing. I'm like, wait, no, it's summertime. Like there's, there's, I'm not responsible for any kids right now. Or you're in a panic that you wake up late for school or work. Sorry. I always call it school, but <laughs> I guess it's work. Um, and then I was just going to comment on how you said that, like it kind of feels heavy sometimes. And I think that's just the nature of our job because, you know, we deal with kids and at the end of the day, like they might not always seem like kids or just because with us, some of them are taller than you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, that's what it is, is that it's kids. So whether it's something going on maybe um, with you and coworkers or with you and students, like whatever it is at the end of the day, uh, it feels sometimes like we're not doing the best by them and if we're having that feeling that's when it's like really weighing on you absolutely yeah so, absolutely and i would i would also agree that you're one of the ones that i go to vent to as well as you already know it's just that that common ground and uh feeling heard that i really yeah. appreciate about you jen <laughs> well that's funny i appreciate that about you too <laughs> oh all the yeah, feels yay. <laughs> okay perfect. All right, so why don't we chat about you and your work-life balance? Ooh. So I think before we, before I even shoot your questions, why don't we just let kind of everyone know at home what you've got? Because you are not on your own at home. <laughs> uh, no, I have a husband at home. He is also a teacher, which is very lovely for myself because that's, again, another person who totally understands what I go through day to day. Um, and then I also have two little kids at home. My daughter is three and my son is one. So it can be very hectic here at times. There is a lot of energy going on that I don't always have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, when they're under five, they're not in school. So that's important to remember, right? And yeah. it's pandemic or sorry and it's COVID time so lots of other challenges when it comes to raising two little kids so with that as my in in mind like I often picture you this because I know when when I'm out visiting my niece and nephew not so much now but when they were the age of Brielle or let's not say your daughter's name oh it's okay it's okay yep. say the age of your daughter okay so when they were the age when my niece and nephew were three the age of Brielle the second I had my computer open and I wasn't working from home, it would be a simple thing of just going to maybe check, I don't know, maybe check my email or probably an Amazon order if we're being completely honest. Um, <laughs> two of them, because they're twins, are right over just on me trying to figure out what Auntie is doing. So what's your experience with that working from home with two little kids? Um, it would be near impossible if I kept them home with me while I tried to work, um, there would be zero chance. There's been a couple of times where they've had to stay home just based on, uh, well, my parents watch them, right? So there was a couple times that they've been sick. And I mean, I got permission for this and I was only running tutorials luckily that day, but it was near impossible just to even say hi to my students in that tutorial. And luckily, uh, my students don't really show up for tutorial for phys ed. Um, so it wasn't too big of a deal, but there would be no way for me to teach a lesson with them here. And same thing, like you're saying with your, uh, sorry, niece and nephew. 
Yeah, they're twins. <laughs> that uh, my my kids are addicted to electronics already. My daughter knows how to work a tablet and my son wants to learn as well. Uh, and I hate to say that at these ages, but that's kind of the age that we're living in. And I mean, of course, I try to get them out to do other things, but especially with it being the restrictions or sorry, having the restrictions on us that we have right now, it, it's just so much home time. And I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> We do the absolutely. best we can, <laughs> but no, so yeah, absolutely. yeah. So they're not normally here much during the day. So that means that when they are home at night, I cannot work. There is no way that I can get anything done until they're in bed, which is what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. But even I'm just gonna go back to something you said. Even just of uh, the days that they had to be there for those tutorials, you had to go and get permission. So that skews your work-life balance right there right because before you can make this decision with two you know little people you have to make sure that that's going to be okay right so it's not like I think sometimes we have we give off the perception or people have the perception that oh it's quite flexible and seamless and it's not right we are working full-time jobs and I think that's a perfect example yeah it's a lot you well, when you're in-person learning, you take care of kids all day and you take care of kids all night and there's not a whole lot of you time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, I know this wasn't uh, fully in our questions. Being a mom with such young children, what do you do for you to have me time? Well, right now there isn't a whole lot, but I do have a wonderful husband who will draw me a bath and um, pour me a glass of water, <laughs> put some bubbles in the tub, get me all set up to watch one of my favorite reality TV shows I don't really need to think about. <laughs> and he'll even go so far to put a towel in the dryer for when I'm ready to come out so I have a nice warm towel. <laughs> So just simple, just quiet time for you, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, we try to do that for each other because, uh, like I said, he's a teacher and we've been both working from home now since mid-December. And so it's just trying to do that for each other whenever we can and then trying to spend as much time as we can together as well. So, you know, trying to get my parents to watch the kids every now and then with my youngest being only one, it, it took a little bit for me to be comfortable with them staying overnight because I'm that mom. <laughs> but we've we've been trying to find more and more time for ourselves lately as well. Well, that's perfect. That sounds great. Um, okay, so then the next question was, um, because you are working at home and you've been working at home since really the beginning of the school year, um, how do you keep uh, on track with your routines, including like, eating healthy workouts, just having a schedule, really? Well, I am not going to lie and pretend that I am great at this right now. This is one of the things that I've been personally struggling with because I am a phys ed teacher. I teach phys ed and I teach health and I have felt like such a hypocrite because I have not been eating overly healthy. And in fact, it's not even that I haven't been eating healthy, it's that I forget to eat a lot. Um, so I'm that person where 
kids are gone. I have to get as much work done as I possibly can while they're gone. And so I'll sit glued to the screen from the moment they leave to the moment they come back, just because I do want to get it all done the best that I can. Uh, so it doesn't need to be that way, though. I do not need to work that many hours straight. And this is my New Year's resolution for myself, because my body is wanting to be more active. And I get tired right now. My my son is massive. <laughs> he's like my my daughter's three, and he's two pounds lighter than her. He's almost thirty pounds. So I get tired walking him up the stairs, and that's making me really sad for my own health. So I've now set some timers on my phone to remind me to eat, and then I've now made a deal for myself that I will do at least 20 minutes of cardio. We have a treadmill down here in the uh, basement. I also have two dogs that I can run outside with when it's nice out. But my deal to myself is to get at least 20 minutes in when my husband leaves with the kids in the morning because he drives them to my parents' house before work. Um, and then that will hopefully help with my energy, you know, spark initiative, <laughs> focus, energy, motivation for the rest of the day. And hopefully from once I get into those routines, I can sneak in another longer workout at some point, probably at the end of the day before my kids come home. But for me, if I feel pressured to do it, I avoid it. So it needs to be, I need to motivate myself in the correct way, which, uh, I need to get on. <laughs> well, and that's fair though too, because I think the other thing I just want to add, because I think you downplay this, but truthfully, you did have your son, you know, you were still on mat leave during the pandemic. And then yeah. you came back to work early, which your mat leave was shorter. And yes. I think that's huge because one of the things that I think maybe just sort of like just talking about how amazing you are is you really care so much about the students. And obviously, of course, you care about your family. Like I know that that's been something that we've been chatting about, you know, through the times that you, that we see each other in the building where that's a really, really hard thing to do. So I love the, I love the clear goals that you have. And I think it's important for those who are listening to understand, like your plan is really simple and it's buildable. Mm -hmm. And the whole overwhelming piece is huge. I think a lot of people run into that, um that pitfalls almost always in january where they see everything's out the window they're going to eat clean workout and i i really love your clear plan of how you're going to take those little baby steps to get there yeah i found if you try to do too much at once that you you might stick with it for a little bit but it's not going to be long-term healthy changes uh and unfortunately i've fallen into <laughs> uh some not so healthy lifestyles and i mean i have all the excuses in the world right with uh having young kids and the pandemic with gyms being closed and in all honesty i was going to orange theory before and that was the most more motivating workouts that i have and they work very well for me so it's really hard for me to get that same motivation at home so it's just trying to figure out how to do that but I put a bit of pressure on myself though with it because I want to be that example for my students and then that ends up stressing me out even more that I'm not doing it <laughs> so we gotta like, work on you letting go of that <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let go of a whole lot of things Jen <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's so crazy the things that go through our brain sometimes. Uh, it's just um, it's constant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And especially being a mom too, I can only imagine. Um, so then, yeah, that kind of leads to, to the last piece of my questions was, how are you, because we know you have such a small amount of time when your kids are gone mm -hmm. um, for you to work alone at home. So what are you doing to take breaks while you're working um, online? Um, just like you, <laughs> I'm not always great at this. Like I said, I'll start and I don't really stop. And so I've, with this week happening, I've now, like I said, started my timer. So that's one of the things that reminds me to at least eat. But when I'm getting kind of cross-eyed from looking at the computer, I will close it and I will take a screen break and I might listen to a podcast or something that like, I won't turn on the TV or anything like that. Uh, Cause again, I just want that break from electronics. I think that's always really important. I don't think that we get those breaks enough. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of my main things is really just getting away from everything. Um, and I can more talk about what I've started recently and then what I plan on doing too. And that's even just getting outside for some fresh air for a quick little walk. I'm sure my dogs would love even more outside time. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I can't say there's too much I'm really doing before, but I'm trying to change that now. I love it. Some more clear goals to try and get things. Right. And, and to be honest, I think the screen time thing is a really hard thing for teachers because we're so used to being in front of people. And like, I mean, I'll start at a laptop while I'm teaching math or science, but for you, you're in the gym all the time. You're rarely looking at screens, mm -hmm. right? So just jump from, Hey, I'm sitting in my little desk area and staring at a screen. Oh yeah. It's, it's completely different for me. And I'm missing a lot of things about being about teaching in person but I mean there's a lot of benefits to being at home too that I wouldn't have if I was in person that I really did need at the beginning of the year as well so I am thankful right now that I am online yeah no absolutely and I think this will help um I think one of the advantages for both of us right now is working at home isn't always ideal but it does help us reflect more on some of those things that you're chatting about right now or that we are chatting about right now. Definitely. Perfect. <laughs> well, should we get to our segment then? Yeah, let's, let's get to that. What I thought that we could do this week is talk about uh, things that we're actually grateful for. Uh, so, what what was something that you were really glad that you experienced over the break, even though you were sick? <laughs> and then what was <laughs> a good question, Justine? <laughs> and then what was something that you were thankful for uh, coming back to work? Okay, so the reason I started laughing about what I'm thankful for during the break was just before the break um I got a tv for my place which I was really adamant and I was like I don't want a tv and Justine being in my place that's the first thing she said when she saw it where's your tv and I just ended up getting a good deal on it because of COVID and early boxing day deal like a super great deal so what I'm ironically now thankful for is having that tv because that's all I could do while I was sick 
Oh, that's oh, funny. But no. okay, but Jen, you didn't just get a TV. <laughs> you got the biggest TV you could get. How big is your TV? 75 inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't told my husband that yet because I will be getting a 75-inch TV if he finds that out. <laughs> yeah, the views are still good. We're good, so I'm just saying. That was my only reason for doing it. <laughs> We have like six TV, well, not actually, but we have tons of TVs in the house. Our our son actually will like point and yell at you if a TV is off. <laughs> he likes his music. We just put on little songs for him. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. And then yeah, so we talked about experience that we're happy about um, going back. Honestly, I just was really grateful to like hear what my kids had to say when we stood at our first lesson and it was just yesterday was actually our first lesson together um I just asked them what they did in their break in three words or less and just hearing that they were rested hearing that they were you know for the most part adhering to social guidelines and restrictions just hearing that they had a little bit of a life was great and I missed them of course so that was fine mm -hmm. well and you'll get to see them next week too right mm -hmm. Yeah, we think so. We're still not clear guidelines on this. We should cut this part out because we don't know by then, but still. As far as we know. <laughs> We're going back on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And what about yourself? What was your best experience for during the winter break and then afterwards? Uh, well, I was obviously grateful for the family time and Christmas is always fun with young kids. But my favorite thing or the thing I was most grateful for was we actually rented this little cabin, just my husband and I, uh, and we brought our dogs. We had the kids stay overnight with my parents just before New Year's. It was just this little uninsulated cabin with a wood burning <laughs> fireplace, uh, nothing else. It was maybe... 200 i don't know it was like the size of a shed i was gonna say like 200 square feet but i don't know what that actually looks like <laughs> but we actually just had a lot of time to be together and we watched uh i i know being in a cabin with no fireplace but we watched some old family videos of him when he was a kid so it was just it was relaxing and fun and nice to not be a mom for a night <laughs> Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> oh, I swear my hair smelled like smoke for quite a few days, though, from just sleeping in that. And uh, part of my problem, I've been listening to too many true crime podcasts, so I was a little scared of getting murdered in the middle of the night, but we survived. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. Oh, my voice is going a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then something I'm grateful for coming back, I will say that most years I'm really excited to get back to work, but I don't know this year. I just, I wasn't feeling it. And I don't mean that against anybody at all, but it just, it wasn't quite, I wasn't quite ready for it. I was enjoying getting to spend time with my husband and my kids all day. So it was a little harder for me to send them away on, on Monday and be in all the meetings that we had for our PD day. But then I had my first lesson today and just reconnecting with my students, like you said, um, that that's what I was grateful for coming back. It calms everything down. It reminds you why why we do what we do, even if if I'm just giving them a little health lesson. <laughs> yep. No, I absolutely 100% agree. 
Okay. Okay. Well, do we have anything else to share or? I think this was it. All right. Well, thanks for whining with us. <laughs>